It's alive. It's alive. It's weird. Yeah. And, and it kicks in alive with like six seconds in by the time it shows me the symbol that it's alive. So for the yeah. first six seconds, we're like. I, I assume that basically for like the 30 seconds before we hit live, everyone can just see our, you know, ridiculous pre-show ramblings. So I do apologize Apologies. for all the cussing I was saying. before. Yeah, I, was the gonna say, I was just going to say the same. I apologize for all the filthy language. Uh, hey, welcome, hey, everybody welcome to the best of our week. Mm -hmm. um, this is where TK and I get to hang out with all of you fine folks and nerd out. I have not um uh hosted this on my twitch so tk is gonna finish the rest of our rambling intro while i go to <laughs> twitch.tv and share our stream welcome back welcome back guys it is um it is actually episode 73 this is a beautiful june 9th 2022 um you know it, it's been interesting and i say this all the time but a lot of things happen every week obviously we come back we sit down together we talk we have a lot of our friends in the chat michael's in there ron uh the uh, scoop is in the chat of course i see greg i see barry johnson uh i see vince of course as well farhan's in there kicking it with us on this beautiful uh thursday evening and you know it's weird like sometimes i feel like we're going through like a little bit of slowdown <laughs> Let's play Diablo more. <laughs> okay, so the show's canceled. Uh, disregard all the time. Yeah, and we're Down. out. Show over. Show, that's it. That's I feel it. so bad for Diablo Immortal. Give me, give me a few minutes. <laughs> I'll set it up. Put um, everybody drop an F in chat for Diablo Immortal. <laughs> oh man, but um, we've had we have some interesting stuff. Obviously, we uh, you know Juan's rocking There's some some interesting. So much stuff hardware. going on. There's this is like the beginning stuff. of summer. It's supposed to be slow and boring by now. And, and well, I'm, we got I'm the summer right. We we we're, we're cooking over here in Santa Clara. <sighs> so I'll say that it was, much. It was it was muggy today. I, yeah, we were I walked. Walked. would. It was a mistake. I went out. There's this cute little Italian deli. Went to go get a sub. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that far of a walk. It's it's like maybe a mile and a half round trip, okay. and just trudging to get to the just, deli was. Yeah, it, it, I just it, like I was melting. It was we are awful. we're hitting summer temperatures in early June, which is you know un, not un, uncommon for California, but it means for for all of our followers or everybody's listening. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. See, Bionic Scoop got one hundred and nine, so we got one hundred and six here. Yeah. You have Bionic wins, uh, and that's like roughly 40, 41, 42. We're talking. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, but like in a bad way, in a bad way, not like and... in a good forty-two degrees Celsius kind of way. Like in a, ooh, uh, that's awful. Don't do that. I, I I'd like to way. see a good way. Of, I mean, so <laughs> for me, the, the reason why. I, so you had your your uh, your deli situation. So Omar's yeah. uh, promotion was today. His graduation from <laughs> elementary going to. Oh, that's high. right! Congratulations! He's, he's and, made the uh, jump. He has made the jump. He has uh, he has reached Neo level. He he wore all black. He had the Neo glasses going on. The guy was cool. He is the one. He, he is cool. I'm sorry, not was. He is cool. But dude, at like eight thirty <laughs> in the morning, it was already like ninety five, and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is not good. And we were all sitting outside. It was in the sun, so it was like forty five minutes. Of sun hitting me from the back, Omar sitting in the sun, everybody, and it, there was no cover, so we were all outside. So yeah, heat is a thing. <laughs> yeah, we're the, back. I I felt terrible. The high school near us had their graduation today. Yeah, and there's it, like it a is a big park that I've yeah, gone yeah. to start shooting some of my camera samples at, mm -hmm. and I'm walking out there, and you just see this sea of high schoolers in caps and gowns, 
everybody <laughs> looks deflated. Yeah. We yeah, just got was, off the football field those... under the sun and now... and we're all we're all looking like we just got out of the pool kind of a thing. But oh, it it, so it was for all the heat, for all the inco- uh, uncomfortableness there, it was still an amazing day. Nice. Very proud of I'm glad guy. to hear that. Yeah, it's such a such a big moment for him, like an adult. I don't want to say an adult moment, but like, yeah, he's all you know what I mean? It, yeah, it, he's just yeah. like, I'm like, is that the kid? Like, and I'm like, and I'm having flashbacks of when I was able to like, carry him in my hand, and now he's mm-hmm. like almost there, and I'm like, crap, and all of that good stuff. Uh, but no, yeah. So while we're having our <laughs> chat, we're having our nice uh, podcast. My son is at a party. Apparently, Aww. sixth graders have parties now. So yeah. Not that That's I want awesome. to be there, but yeah. So he's having fun. He's taking care of everything. He's fine. Uh, so <laughs> let's, let's just come back to our, our chat. I noticed that we have um, Holiday Boys in the chat as well. Tech Love and Mama, I think just saw notice her jumping in. Hope you're doing well. Um, so I, I want to say this. Uh, it's been an interesting week. There's a couple of devices that came out, and we obviously your third video came out finally. Uh, the yeah. third in a, in a series of three uh, three videos about the Vivo X80. Um, and, of course, uh, ZX80, yes, the X80 Pro uh, with all its goodness. So, um, so if you haven't checked that, that out, I think that one's, it should be out on, it's out on, it's not on the Patreon only, so right? So the, um, the, the, the Vivo sponsorship, um, by it being a sponsored video, we mm-hmm. worked out an arrangement where, even though I would normally be trying to position, you know, like the higher quality, the 4K60, everything for like the Patreon, mm-hmm. they were, uh, they, they they were very interested in making all of that public. Are so uh, they launched at the same time. There wasn't like a preview of okay. those videos for the Patreon. Well, I got the notification so. through the Patreon, and then I noticed. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I most I people, just... the, the Patreon's the only way to get notified. That mm-hmm. I've put out a new video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I don't get your YouTube stuff yet. You don't. You post stuff on YouTube. I, I've smashed all of your bell icons, and I've I very rarely see the updates saying, "Hey, by the way, TK's put something out." And it's only just through the virtue of the fact that, like, I know you, and I have an auto trigger for the Reddit whenever you show up. That I I know when you put stuff out there. So I for me, it's it. kind of the same thing with the Patreon. But um, <laughs> yes, all of those yeah, yeah. videos are live now. We did a premiere. It was a lot of fun. I hate doing premieres for videos like that because the 1080p okay. stream that YouTube oh, does is yeah, yeah. hot garbage. And uh, anyone who was in that stream, if you go back and rewatch the video, the photo samples make a lot more sense when you can 4K. see them in in a reasonable resolution compared to what I uploaded to YouTube. So yeah, all that went out. Um, that was really exciting. The third video was really the me video. The first two videos, we we were talking with the the Vivo people about like how, how to make um, sort of broader content, you know, mm-hmm. something that introduces some of these concepts or talks about some of these features. But then for the video three, I was like, hey, this is going to be a very narrow focused video, but this is how I want to talk about your phone. And it took a long time. I had to get approvals. They had to go through all of my math. Like they checked all of my claims because they I are like not it. making those claims that I'm making. Yeah, yeah. I am making bolder claims about their product than they are. And I got I got like these official confirmations like, well the people at Zeiss said this about the lens coatings and the people at Vivo proper said this about your equivalence math. And you're like, yeah, okay. 
cool, let's do it. <laughs> and, you know, like, and I got all that stuff right. It was really cool because, like, you know, they're making obviously they're they're trying to position their product in a certain way, and I'm just yeah. very impressed with like the nuts and bolts and the practical uh, improvements to the optics. Um, but it was great when they were like, "Yeah, everything that you said sort of checked out." We would prefer that you phrase it like this, and you're like, "Cool, I can do that." But you told me I did the math right, so. <laughs> Juan gets an A for his math skills, and thank you. You are smarter than it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, pre-algebra did not pre- let da- me down. down. Yes. I was going to say, sixth grade or fifth grade <laughs> algebra is still working great. I'm very happy. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, what I liked about the, the big part about it that I started, that your beginning of the video wasn't just, you know, jumping in saying, look, here's picture, picture. No, you started talking about the focal length, the equivalency and the differences yeah. between the lenses and the differences between the cameras and the, and the sensor sizes. And, and that's a big part of where a lot of people kind of don't notice or don't really focus on when they're covering cover uh, cameras. I mean, I, I'm not going to deny I don't usually cover that type of information. For me, it's it's more, you know, how does this how does this device produce content and so on? But you went yeah. that extra step. And I like that 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 part as well as the ability I, to kind of you this know, is, so this you is can explain very... the playground. Yeah. Well, and, and 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 exactly to that point, this is a very specific conversation. Yeah, yeah. This is not a broad topic. The way that you talk about phone cameras, you are entirely consistent, and I like the way that you do practical tests. That is absolutely, I feel like, what a core camera conversation should be. Yeah. I am starting to push back against the apathy and the shrug. I've read way too many articles, and I've seen way too many reviews. Um, where I even have to defend iPhones. Mm -hmm. With the iPhone 12 Pro versus the 12 Pro Max, I'm sitting here listening to people with enormous YouTube channels going, well, I mean, Apple's color processing, it basically means they were the same, even though the 12 Pro had a significantly smaller image sensor. No one can really see the difference. And you're like, you're an idiot. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going to make me defend an iPhone An iPhone just to get the conversation, yeah. And, and so what, what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to accomplish, and I'm being very targeted, and I'm being being very specific. I feel we're still in one of those holding patterns where we're casually misunderstanding some of the basic numbers. And, and I think one of the things that is it's a really difficult concept to get across if you're not used to thinking in terms of equivalence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy to just sort of take numbers for granted on a piece of paper. But I don't like that we're constantly mixing the equivalent field of view, the equivalent focal length with the actual aperture. And it confuses what it is that we're talking about when it's really easy to see, like on a Vivo, on a Pixel 6 Pro, on a Mm -hmm. Note 22, um, on this new Axon, these mega sensor phones. triple 64 megapixel uh, device, but yes. There's something really exciting going on here. This is functionally very different than even a generation ago, the camera sensors that we had even a year ago. So if, if we allow the apathy to take root, then when we get these larger sensors and you get a bunch of YouTubers going, well, I mean, we didn't see any real difference. That's incorrect. If you're looking and you're shooting consistently, it's very clear to see where these differences can manifest. (coughs) And it's in very basic optical Mm -hmm. composition. I mean, we're just talking about subtle differences to bokeh and depth of field, but that's what makes a shot more photographic and more visually interesting. So, I mean, again, it's, it's, for me, it's becoming this kind of passion project because like if you pick up a Vivo, 
mm-hmm. what you have in your pocket is getting very close to like a 16 millimeter film camera in your pocket, yeah. ready to go. And exactly. if you can't get excited about that from a functional, operational, and creative place, mm-hmm. then I don't really know how to talk to you. I mean, the mission is we, we want to keep getting better gear, but if you're not really sort of exposed to a conversation about how or why it's better, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to do the same things that you've always done with it, then it's not really going to do much for you. But it just takes out little bits. Just look at this composition. Like I, I took that one photo of Clark Wolf after mm-hmm. sunset. Yeah. You know, the Lake Balboa is behind her and her eyes. You, you, you were the one who pushed oh, me. You're like, yeah, you should yeah. get one where she's kind of looking out on the horizon. And you're like, yes. Try to get that, that lining. Photo. Yeah. That, it, I always loved um, like it's symmetry. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. No, no, exactly. I, I didn't perfectly line it up. I was really trying to like angle and squat and get everything. Well, no, no, like I know. But weird. I mean, to me, but, that was what even, attracted me for it because that was the shots I was going for. But yeah, but that, that, photo that is placement, so the lighting. Good. Exactly. And the photo is good in a way that mm-hmm. a phone from two generations ago cannot capture that moment. And if we can't honestly, you know, sort of recognize that we're getting this progress, then we're going to increasingly spend more and more on phones and the manufacturers are going to go, well, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Why, why put in better cameras if no one can see the differences? And that, that's what really bums me out. I, so for me, if you haven't had a chance, if you, for everybody that's listening, or obviously for everybody that's with us here in the chat, I'm pretty sure they already saw the video. It's an amazing trilogy that starts off with um, you know a little bit easy, a little bit fun, and then getting a little bit more conversational, understanding the improvements in the second episode with the cameras and what we have. And then now, like you know, Juan's saying this realistically, um, the cameras in our pockets are starting to push the boundaries of what you see or what your needs are going to be out of a DSLR. And, and last week, we kind of talked about it with sales of actual camera bodies and, and, yeah. and lenses and so on. They're, they're going down year over year. The, the small handicam are no longer a thing. People do not buy them because they don't need them. So um, truly understand what you get. And, and Vivo is really saying a very specific um, story that I, I really love and I know you love as well. Yeah. Uh, the X70, the X80s are both very well purposely built devices. And I feel like that's the best way to say them. They're purposely built with a, with a specific mindset of a creator, a, 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 a creative person, maybe not just a creator, but a creative person's. And this becomes a tool that they could use that, that happens to be a phone, but really focuses heavily on a collaboration with Zeiss, but camera modes, mm-hmm. camera settings, um, and, and different uh, techniques of shooting content. And it allows you to actually push the limit. So I'm excited. I, I'm happy that you're able to have that conversation and, and be part of the yeah. creative process with vivo not necessarily just you know where we don't normally do it so this takes a little bit more special for me i i really enjoy it you know it's like hey i i, I want to say this about your phone and they're mm-hmm. like okay i mean let's clear it with the people at vivo and the people at zeiss and you're like yeah because they're like he's, they he's, he's, he's overselling us like i yeah I, uh... <laughs> oh, I, I, I but know but, but you know it, it's just the first steps it's the first steps in a conversation where we used to say, like, for example, I, I bring mm-hmm. up the iPhone 12 Pro a lot because yeah. that was a $1,000 phone with an image sensor the same size as, like, a Pixel 3a. Yeah. And we made such a big deal about Apple moving to a larger Pixel, uh, a larger camera sensor, but they only did it on their most expensive phone that year for the iPhone 12s. And when um, I, 
I, it, it, when you look at an iPhone 12 Pro and you mm. really do all of the same basic math, you can very clearly understand why photographers aren't impressed by phone optics. Because it's, you know, it's advertised as having an f1.6 aperture That's with true. a 26 millimeter equivalent field of view. But that 26 millimeter equivalent field of view means it actually has closer to an f10 aperture equivalent. And so, yeah, a bunch of people who have invested in nice camera bodies and nice lenses and nice gear... Are you going to be impressed by a tiny, dinky little sensor that's stuck at 26 millimeters, fixed focal length, and it shoots at f10? <laughs> f10. No, you would never be excited by that. But no. if you've been using any of these like micro four thirds or APS-C bodies, or even at some of these fixed lens uh, point and shoot cameras, mm-hmm. well, the Vivo is a completely different animal. And when you're shooting f5.6 equivalent, that puts you right in line with micro four thirds and it starts nipping at the heels of APS-C yeah, for yeah. the equivalent optical characteristics of a phone lens. So it, 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 it's, it's going to take so much work to kind of unravel all mm-hmm. of the bad education that techies have been putting out there for camera sensors because they focus, oh, it's got 108 megapixels. How come like Sony doesn't use the gooder camera sensors with <laughs> 108 megapixels, bro? How come they don't have enough megapixels? And you're like, you've completely missed the point. That has nothing to do with what makes a camera more interesting. Go look at, like, you know, Sony full-frame cameras that are still shooting 12 megapixels. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the resolution. So anyway, um, I, I just really loved that they went with me in that third video. I know that's going to be the least watched, you know, especially, like, the watch time. It's mm-hmm. going to be the least viewed, the least shared, but it's like I needed to make that a major part of the conversation because it also leads directly into, you know, like the hardware, which is just ridiculous on this Axon. It, it should be immediately accessible to someone who's on a Note 22. It what's, mm-hmm. It's what makes the price of a Pixel 6 so stinking interesting when you've got yep. a, a honking huge image sensor slab of sensor on the back of that yep, phone yep. i mean there are so mm-hmm. many opportunities to really look at like this is making things so much better for even just casual like hey i'm hanging out with some friends let me get a cute little shot of people hanging out and you're like yeah a pixel six is gonna shoot at roughly what is it um it's 1.8 times 3.5. So it's just over an F6, F6 aperture. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yes, that's going to look way better than an iPhone 12 Pro at F10. You know, <laughs> like, oh, man, that's so unless exciting. You're taking, unless you're taking a picture yeah, in, in exactly like a super bright situation and you're outdoors and there's not a question of an issue with light, you know, sensitivity. You're not trying uh, to push kind of. Fair. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, no, don't I, get me wrong. I, I know none of these average consumers are walking around with ND filters. That's totally, yeah. totally appropriate. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. But I, I get with you the conversation when it comes down to like, you know, to an N12 Pro and stuff. <laughs> uh, for me, it's it's really more, so like I said, and this is the thing about it. Devices can speak to different people in different manner, in different ways. And that I think that's why um, it, it's hard to kind of justify it for one person. It's like, for me, I look at this device and the capabilities that it can do. I love the fact that it gives me the versatility of the different lens, ca- as the camera setup that, they, that it has in the background. But it's also the flexibility of having it, using it in, in low light situation, in, in normal brightness situation, in run and gun type of situation. And the responsiveness, once you start, you know, using it and you, you truly understand how it works, it becomes 
I don't know how to explain it. It, it literally takes the appeal of pulling out a, a full frame camera just to take pictures with it, you know, and, and have it set up sure. a, a tripod. So, so for me, it made perfect sense. But so, so yeah, I mean, yeah. to, to go hand in hand with that idea is we, yeah. we, we, you and I, we mm-hmm. have a plethora of solutions at our fingertips for yes. creating images and mm-hmm. shooting videos and capturing memories. What I hope to get across is there is a good reason why someone might want to step up and spend more on mm-hmm. a phone. Oh, absolutely. Because it should be empowering to that individual mm-hmm. and it should mean they don't need to step up to significantly more expensive standalone cameras when they're just wanting to cover their lives, you know, like you know, documenting their daily activities and their experiences with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we we kind of take the phone camera for granted, but I think that there's a good reason to invest a little bit more if you're yeah. the kind of person who really cares about, hey, you know, this might be a memory, not just something disposable to put up on social media. Like this might be something I look back on someday. And when you do that, I want them to know like, if you're just doing basic snapshotty casual point and shoot stuff, mm-hmm. you really shouldn't be spending more than $300 on a phone. You're not getting more out of that camera. If you want to drive that camera harder, mm-hmm. there's a good reason to step up to $600. And there are some very good reasons to step up to a thousand. But if you don't know what those are and you just listen to a bunch of techies go, I don't know. It looks kind of the same when I take a terrible photo of a fire hydrant. I don't see what the big deal is. I, yeah. Then yes, you're you're throwing your money I, and your time away. I'm so, I'm, I'm laughing, but I, I no I, I again, I'm laughing again. to keep from crying because I know I'm you're, it's you're heavy laughing. Stuff. I'm crying on the inside, man. I'm crying on the inside when I when I see these type of videos. Uh, but before but, we go too too far out of that, I, yeah, I do want to say. Yeah. Stepping up to a device like this is something that needs to be purposely done that you know what you're getting into. No one is doing this accidentally. Yeah, you don't accidentally. I I, I don't even drop $1,000 on a Vivo. It's like, oh, no, I I tripped and fell and and $8.99 fell out of my pocket and this ZTE just showed up. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, so don't get me wrong. Average consumers. I want to talk about the ZTE, which (laughs) – so the Axon series, I think it was it a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking about how much we, how much you like and love. The, was it the Axon 10? No, was it? Axon uh, 7. 7, sorry. Uh, before they started multiplying. Uh, yes. So I have the other Axon 7, by the way. You have the gold one, right? Uh, is it gold? Yeah, maybe goldish. Yeah, I, I, I if, thought it was if you, silver. If you took my Axon 7 from pocket now, then yes, <laughs> it was the gold one. Um, I, I was really happy. I, I actually, for the record, people, um, just for the record, I did not go into Juan's office and take things and walk yoink. away. There, yeah, there is a little bit of background story. It's to like that. all in ninja gear. Yeah, throws know, a but, smoke yeah. bomb for no good reason. But, but Juan is throwing some accusational <laughs> statements right now on a Thursday <laughs> night. You know, when you took my, I'm like, no, 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 buddy. Okay, <laughs> there was a thing. No, uh, yes, I think I, I think that's the one I have. I have the gold one. Uh, there was two or there, yeah, the silver and the gold. And, but it's, to me, it's it's a, like, it's a perfect, um, for the lack of a better term, media player for me right now. Obviously I can't use it for anything This else. was like the best HTC we never got. Absolutely. It really is a spiritual successor <laughs> to like the, the HTC. HTC 10. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. It, it is one yeah. of those really, really cool devices, but you're playing with the X, the X, the Axon 40 Ultra. 
a triple 64 megapixel, like I think like ZT is like, hey, what's, what can we do to make it? So the 8 Gen 1, if I'm not mistaken, just for reference, yep. the reason why I'm excited about this, the 8 Gen mm-hmm. 1's maximum co- uh, con- uh, concurrent stream support is triple 64 megapixel cameras. That was if they were to run concurrently, to run three mm-hmm. streams to the main sensor, that was the limitation of the 8 Gen 1. Um, and of course, maximum of 208 or something like that if you want to go with a single stream. But ZTE is now on their third generation of in-display camera. So this is the or behind the display, not in display. Yeah. So this is one of the things. What, what I was trying to what I was trying to explain here is the concurrent streams from the sensors. That was literally oh, they're nice. pushing the limitation of the eight Gen One. Um, so yeah, let's hold look. On. I can do Eon Flux. I I was a hold on hold on. I want I want to put you on like uh, main main screen here. Okay, let's let's put. <laughs> this needs to be our thumbnail. Oh my god! This is this is okay. Okay, all I need is all I need <laughs> is a fly so cool. now. We just need a fly to land in there, and for you to start. <laughs> like, if we're gonna take it, if we're gonna go so, there, we'll uh, go there. Y- yes, you know, again, uh, without co-processors or without anything, I think too fancy or exotic. ZTE is making great use out of what really does become a differentiator for an agent. They're the only one. I, this is the thing. They're the I, only one. Nobody else is trying to push that limit. Like, well, and we, we've talked about like CPU core compute mm-hmm. power and performance and why we're concerned about thermals and stuff. But wow. there's so much going on on an, an, on an SOC. And some of these other things help democratize the landscape. So like yeah. Vivo has accomplished some incredible things apart from using Qualcomm SOCs. I feel like ZTE yeah. is leaning into some of the strengths of the HN1, but I yeah. definitely feel like the phone is being managed. Mm-hmm. It's one of the slower phones this year that I've tested for things like video rendering oh. and podcast audio um, mixed Does it have the uh, that, thir- that override uh, option that we get on some phones? No. Okay. So I've, I've been digging through like the battery settings and stuff, but the thing is oh, like monster, I don't want to say like, no. Yeah. yeah, no ultra performance or monster mode or, you know, battery tank mode or anything like that. <laughs> I but like, I also want to be yeah. very, like, I'm trying to be very sensitive to the fact that um, my use on the phone has been pre-release. And mm-hmm. ZTE has aggressively pushed embargo updates. So I, I was getting uh, the video ready to publish the day today. one, the day one. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So I had to pull the video. So the, the official embargo was yesterday. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. I was getting my video ready to go for today. And today we got yet another update. So that puts us at five, five total pre-release. I mean, four pre-release and one post embargo, but before -embargo, people can buy the phone. Still pre-release, exactly. Uh, yeah. But pre-release. Um the software ZTE has pushed some aggressive bug fixing in this very brief window of time. But if you're on a slightly slower production schedule, like I'm mm-hmm. seeing some of these videos and you're like, you finished your video at update two. <laughs> you <laughs> no, shot your God. B-roll at update like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when that was an issue because it's not an issue anymore. And and so that that's what's so tricky is this is such an aggressively moving target before it's actually in the hands of consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we want to say, well, they sent it to reviewers. They need to review it in the state that it's in. No consumer is going to handle this phone 
in any way that resembles those those like those videos that are obviously on slightly earlier patches. Yeah, so yeah. it's a really tricky kind of conversation. So, you know, there is no battery high performance mode on the phone now. I don't know that it's going to stay that way. No, that's right. It can might add. change. It, it's it, purely you know, a software, Samsung uh, added one and OnePlus yeah. added one. ZTE could add a performance mode. But as it stands now, this is still ridiculous. I mean, it's grotesque overkill for mm-hmm. covering the basics. It'll yeah. still run laps on older laptops doing heavy lifting, content mm-hmm. creation, editing, all that stuff. It plays games fine. Um, <laughs> but it's not hard to pick a few... Um, like a Galaxy Note 22, head-to-head, rendering video, power director, the Note 22 is going to win. Mm-hmm. Rendering video in KineMaster, the Note 22 might win, but it's going to be very close. So again, it, it is a software optimization thing. Some yeah. apps are definitely performing better. I don't know if that's a whitelisting issue. Like maybe they they were doing something similar to Samsung's performance yeah, modeling. Yeah. Or if that's it is possible. just... Hey, we're going to see this heavy load. The CPU just cranked up, but we're not going to let it peak to a point where the temperatures are going to be an issue. And ZTE's big claim to fame is aggressive thermal management hardware. So I think this really is all about balancing battery life. The phone really doesn't run hot unless you're trying to do some stupid heavy lifting. And that, that was like me using the desktop mode to try and keep multiple things going while rendering video all at the same time. And yeah. while it was charging the battery, that's about as toasty as the phone got. Well, so, yeah, um, battery charging, it, uh, yeah, that's, that's tip, well, it's typical. The only one I have seen that has been doing really good at managing battery charging temperatures has been OnePlus. I'm surprised how they're able to do it. It keeps, it keeps it under 100 in the 90s, even when charging at full, yeah. you know, 65 watt um, on their chargers. And but see, uh, it's another phone with 65 watt charging. It's that it's that limit. Yeah, that's that magic. It's $100 cheaper than a OnePlus 10 Pro. And I already have some Yahoo on my channel going, ZTE doesn't have a brand that can charge that much for a phone. They need to get their pricing in line. And you're like, what are you buying a purse? Shut up. <laughs> it's a hundred dollars cheaper than a OnePlus 10 Pro. I thought it started the same at 799. It's 799, right? The the uh, the, the the starting sale price, the US uh, for the ZT yes. for the Axon 40. So it's 799, double the storage, um, less than a hundred bucks. Um speaking of OnePlus, I got an email from OnePlus saying um, oh yeah, was, they're gonna they're gonna uh, offer a two fifty six. Why well, it's no no it's like a weird like right you know they were like all cryptic right you know like mm-hmm. insert number of RAM insert number of storage on the was it on the fifteenth or something like that and I was like finally we finally have a solution that <laughs> that's more than I mean I like eight one twenty eight but I need more storage man I'm seriously my Pixel I love it but I, I it's my work phone because of the storage capacity I shoot too much on my main phone. I shoot too yeah. much content to have to keep wearing the unload, offload everything. But um, and even two fifty six can start getting kind of lean. A little bit, but I feel yeah. like I'm I'm able to breathe. Like I I survived the S twenty one Ultra on two fifty six for a while, and that's because I it gives me that let the that le- that leeway to be able to shoot enough for about a week without having to worry right. about the phone, and then keep working, 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 and then on the weekend I can take take some data off totally. But with the with the one twenty eight on the Pixel. I filled it up the, within the week of testing, and I had no more. I got the warning. <laughs> no room, 
Right. Yeah, and I had to seriously you, stop. Have, have you moved? I'm sorry. I know I'm going to sidetrack our conversation. Sure, this sure, entire sure. Night. Um, have have you have you grabbed like a little SSD? Because that's the only thing that saves my butt now when I'm doing my camera testing is when I'm out, I yeah. can immediately dump files to my. I have I have drive. something. So it's not an SSD, but I have a thumb drive that supports a micro SD that I'm able to put in there. But I feel like maybe I should switch over. So I've been using that to offload data. It's I'm a little thumb you, drive. Dude. Mm-hmm. It's so much more reassuring because they're built a little fast. more robust, oh, and they're yeah. not that big. You know, um, the little Sandisk guy I've got is your camera is bugging reasonably. Yeah, I know. I keep bumping oh, okay. the table. I need to go back and no, absolutely. My, I, I saw some stripes and a little like you know old TV. But stuff. like ha- having this ready to mm-hmm. go, and it you know it, it actually came with the USB C. I have a, cable. I have the Sandisk so, version. Wait, this has that is a Sandisk. This is the Sandisk. No, I so mine is a. Uh, uh, okay, I can't find mine. Mine is the silver version of that. It's the oh, one terabyte. Right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not a password. Uh, yeah, no, no. So I have that. I just typically when I go out, I don't have, like, I don't have it in my pocket. The one I have. Sure. Hold on, I got to show you mine. <laughs> yeah. So, this is how small. Ooh, that's fancy. And look at that. Sony nailed the focus on that. Good job, Sony. I know. It's like lately it's been really loving me. But uh, so it it fits a micro SD card and I have a 256 gig here. And I usually use that as an external source. But the reason I love this over what you have is because it's it's tiny, but it loses in the speed department. So offloading files to it becomes more of a a chore. And I don't want to. And it does get warm. That's the other thing. When you're transferring data to it, it gets I, I have, um, yeah, even just like my older Kingston, this is just like a 64 gig drive mm-hmm. and yeah. boy, howdy does this thing like get, get toasty. But, um, okay. I want to, I want to highlight this here too. Farhan saying, never mind the hundred dollars cheaper than the OnePlus 10 pro. It costs the same as an S 22, um, and the Xiaomi 12 with the same eight one twenty eight, and it has way better hardware than any of them. Cause ZTE came to play. Mm-hmm. So I have zero chill and zero patience for anyone who's like, they don't get to charge that much for a phone because their label isn't worth it. The brand isn't premium enough when we've got three cameras on here. This is the closest we've ever come to a one unicorn camera phone. Mm-hmm. Both the main sensor and the ultra wide are one over 1.3 inch sensors. Oh, and the telephoto is right in line with the Pixel 6 Pro. It's a half-inch periscope folding, folded lens camera sensor. Um, I don't know if anybody has seen, like, my camera comparisons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Last year, that was really close to my dream camera setup. I wanted the ultra-wide from the OnePlus 9. I wanted the main sensor from the Vivo. And I mm-hmm. wanted the telephoto from the Pixel 6. And ZTE is really close, if maybe even just a teeny bit better on the ultra wide mm-hmm. than what I've been asking for for the last year. I feel their software mm-hmm. isn't quite living up <laughs> to their hardware potential. Um, the camera app is super pokey. It's one of those where you've got dozens of modes, but when you go through the mode slider, it's like tick, tick, tick. And you can't get from one end of the list of modes to the other in one action. Yeah. So you've got to like tap to then get to the menu to then open the menu to then get to an alternative mode. Like if you want to do their super moon or their vlog setup. And it's like 
it slows me down so bad and there is no camera launch shortcut and that oh. kills me so no, nothing so, on the lock screen so no 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 there's i'm sorry there's no hardware oh the so double, you've double, got double, to double. turn the screen on but not unlock the phone and then swipe from the corner which if you're holding the phone one-handed means you're taking this incredibly tall kind of top heavy phone with almost no side grip because of how mm. curved the glass is and pushing it away from your hand with your thumb. And if you miss the corner, then it doesn't launch the camera app anyway. I hate the iPhone style screen launch for the camera. That is the dumbest thing I've ever had to use when you can use a volume rocker or a power button or oh, yeah, allow us to customize to some kind of button configuration, double press it. To turn they they the don't camera. have it. Yeah. Because that's what yeah, they don't literally have... most people... The Red like Magic to... has it. And and there's nothing on <laughs> the super mega awesome camera phone to it's do that. It's a different division of... Yeah, no, I know. I know. Red Magic. Same, so, same company, different uh, branch. But yeah. I, I'm calling this a beautiful work in progress. I'm very positive on this hardware. I wish the lens coatings were a bit more transmissive. You get a lot of internal light reflections on like high contrast and night city lights. Mm-hmm. But it is so easy getting just stunning images out of these cameras, but it is a pokier camera system to use than Google, Samsung, Vivo, etc. I, I hope I hope the camera does get some some updates in the near future that you know before day but one, it, before people are able it's to just it an insane price performance. It really is. And, and and again, this is another one of those Michael Peppertech was in here saying, you know, like, oh and hey, we've got like Samsung who can barely put 25 watt charging into a $2,000 phone and you've got, you know, they, they a $200 people, Poco that can buy, charge yeah. Yeah, well, 80 so, watts. Okay. So I want to ask a question here. I, I speaking, you, you brought a subject that came up to me this week where, when the uh, EU decided to put in a ruling by 2024, all mm-hmm. devices sold. Need well, to I have, have to support. Yeah. Yeah. have to support USB-C, which pretty much means iPhones will support USB-C in, in the EU, which is fine. Um, I'm worried to a certain point right now. I think we're at a cusp of a, of a, of a small problem. It may be a big problem, depending on how you look at it. Battery technology and charging technology for most companies are pushing the limit. Every time a phone comes out, we're hearing 150. At MWC, I saw a phone that was charging at 240 watts. I mean, crazy yeah. number of speeds, right? But yeah. we are also on a trend, an upward moving trend. Because we saw Sony moving in the same uh, in the same route, uh, Pixels in the same route, Apple, it's, it's ultimately going to keep moving. What do we do when technology becomes to the point where if you buy a phone that's advertised to have, you know, let's say 250, 300 watt charging, but it doesn't include the charger in the box and you end up having to use one of your older chargers, does that at that point stop start becoming a counterpoint to what we're trying to do? I feel like uh, like when I heard that ruling, I felt like I was so excited for it. But yeah, the, the, that secondary trend that Apple started, in the, uh, you know, before where we're going to go into, well, I, and there was rumors. The reason why I mentioned this, um, I saw some rumors maybe a couple of months ago that Realme was going to start uh, not including chargers in their boxes. You know, if Realme, which is supposed to be more of you know budget friendly, a little bit more budget conscious type of thing uh, of, a, of a series, stops putting that. And we start seeing them companies removing the charging brick out of the box, but then still touting yeah. 240, 300, I, whatever. I mean, in, in, in the short term, it's you buy the companies that give you the real box. You know? I, like, yeah, I, I think this is going to be your a, wallet. 
to yeah, try yeah. and support those business practices. But obviously, that's already changing up. You know, like Sony is is taking and I and I understand. Don't get me wrong. Sony Sony so, relies on PD and it's thirty watts. They're not. They're we're not talking. They're not doing anything extravagant. Right. Yeah, they're they're consistent. So, so there's there's you, less you of a from concern. Last year, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, the, and there's less of a concern because you're not dealing with a proprietary charge technology where Superbook, that's, that's the other warp super, charging. That's yeah. that's a, a a very specific kind of conversation. But it's also why, like, I point to a OnePlus, and it's not fair to OnePlus to compare a OnePlus Ten to a Galaxy S twenty two Plus unless you add the price on the S twenty two Plus to get the proper fast charger that Samsung sells, yeah. which still can't even touch the charger that's in the box for the OnePlus 10 Plus. Um, what, what we're going to have to do is really start buckling down, and, and it might even require some kind of legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a very real and practical consumer concern over mismatching charging technologies for consumer electronics because you want to get optimal efficiency and performance for what that thing is designed to do. And so a lot of these phones will probably support some flavor of power delivery, but power delivery might run the battery hotter Mm -hmm. than the standalone super fast charging um, that that these manufacturers are putting into place. So really it's, it's like, yet again, it's unfortunately on all of us, to be those good ambassadors to say like, this is really what you want to do. And maybe you don't want to go buy that gas station, super cheap charger just because Apple didn't put one in the box for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but you're absolutely right. There's going to be a significant amount of consumer confusion. Companies are going to advertise the big numbers and then they're like, but that, I plugged that, it into the, to the socket and then it didn't charge saying. any faster. And that's and where like, I'm, I'm worried about. That's the advertising versus, you know, like expectations versus yeah. reality. Oh, it's always the this marketing. Is totally, this is yeah, totally where sure. Instagram versus reality thing kind of come in. <laughs> and the, my concern is that, you know, yeah, the marketing is the marketing department is still obviously, I mean, they're going to do what they need to do to sell devices. Don't get me wrong. They're going to tout all the, all the high numbers, but if it's not included in the box, and yeah. you and you have to buy the separate charger, and at that point, it's like, okay, you know, the reality of the matter is, not everybody has 120, 300, or two fifty or two forty charging. I mean, uh, the the um, the sorry, the, uh, the Honor forty, uh, the Magic Four, uh, 4 Pro, you know, mm-hmm. features a hundred watt wired, hundred watts wireless. But to get the hundred watt wireless, you have to have a special charger that also needs to have yeah. a special ch- uh, charging adapter. So a lot of special, special, special. Either it becomes kind of a weird situation. And I'm worried for the Chinese brands that are, as you said, proprietary. They're going down that proprietary route unless there's a unification of the system, ecosystem where people can easily buy 120 to 140 watt charging brick that works the same on, and 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 to and to, to, to be um just on on the on area on the side of caution too. I know that Vivo, uh, not Vivo. I know that Realme, OnePlus, and Oppo all use the same charging technology. You could use the same charger between all three. If you have an old one, yeah. you're upgrading from one to the other piece. I get that. But that's going to be on the manufacturers to label these things. Yeah. You know, to, to, to your point, this is a more critical and it's a more precious consumer facing concern, but it's very similar to things like Bluetooth audio codecs. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, it's great. These new earbuds have aptex adaptive. Does your phone support it? It, Maybe, maybe not. Um, If it's a Google tensor powered phone, then it definitely doesn't. And now we've got a mismatch where, Mm -hmm. Consumers aren't really getting what they pay for. It's so much more precious when that mismatch is, how does your battery 
how's your battery dealt with with insane amounts of juice going into a storage mechan a chemical storage mechanism that mm -hmm. lives in your pocket <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. like that is definitely a bigger concern so i'm with you on that i yeah, I, yeah. I just feel it's it's going to be on techies to sort of drive that conversation and say hey this is the label you need to look at your phone yeah. is this, it does that, this is the charger that's going to work for you. It's going to be on third-party brands mm -hmm. to clearly identify what technologies I'm, I'm, they support. I'm hoping, yeah, like Anchor. And also and, it's going to be on, yeah. it's going to be on, on BBK Massive. Um, it's going to be on Xiaomi Massive to start a certification program so that third-party chargers can, we can find an interoperability with those kinds of brands. But also to a point, you want to say like, hey, did you buy a Xiaomi? go buy a Xiaomi charger. Like, the, the, the best way to know that all of these things are going to talk to each other correctly is to make sure you're on the same generation of the same company of the same label, mm -hmm. and then you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, But exactly. it, without that consumer education coming from the company that built the product, you're, you're spot on. We're going to see a lot of people that are either complaining that their phones take forever to charge or they're going to wear their batteries out faster because they're using power delivery when they should be using SuperVOOC. You know, like that, that's always going to be a, it's going to be a short term headache of, it, of a transition. It's, but it's also manage. going to give the, uh, the consumer a little bit that, that letdown after purchase letdown when they're like, you know, I bought oh, the Lamborghini. Totally. But it's driving like a Toyota for some reason, you know, like, you know, I'm not doing that, you know, zero to 60 in two seconds. Um, so to, to me, it's the consistency. It's explaining the story. So I think I hope my, when 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 companies do get on that on that train, because it seems like it's an inevitable, but it sounds more, you know, how how different how every company deals with it is a little bit different. Again, I for Sony, for me, I understand um, the XM5s, uh, the uh, the XM5 video that I put out, the box is entirely recyclable, right? The Xperia 1 yeah. Mark IV entirely recyclable very not even i mean there was sure. I, I don't even think there's paper uh, plastic in there everything in there is literally recyclable and i understand the message um and but they stuck to the same technology from a year ago they're not trying to nuke your phone they're trying to tell you like look 30 watt charging is the fastest still good they be there we gave you a slightly bigger battery we still have ability of charging it reasonably fast um but i feel i'm worried about like i said with with the, with the Oppo, with the OnePlus, with the Xiaomi's, where we are in the 60 plus watt. I mean, like feel like 60 is like 67 is the lowest or 65. Um, so yeah, How some of those things. How crazy is it that now like 65 watt charging is a cheap phone feature? I know it's starting to be everywhere like everywhere else, but here. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> in the US, 25 <laughs> watt is super fast. Uh, and 45 <laughs> won't even charge at 45, but you know, we'll super we'll just fast charging. I I hate branding so much. How many songs can you fit on an iPod? My my <laughs> iPod has 117 songs. How many it, songs it, can yours hold? It, it's, it's like CDs. My <laughs> CD wallet has 20 CDs in it. You what about your my, iPod? I, I just found my CD wallet not that long ago. It does hold 20 <laughs> CDs though, but you know. <laughs> I have them. Who could have imagined only carrying 20 albums with you at one time? That was, oh my God. That was literally like maybe 10 years ago. No, no. Not that long ago. Yeah. No, I mean, it hasn't been that long. This is the weird, like, this is one of those things I started reminiscing today with Omar and all of that. I mean, I'm having flashbacks to 12 to 13 years ago and how I documented his life. And the reality is 
you know, I, I look at how, how his life has grown, how his life's documentation has gone and how my life's documentation has gone. I grew up obviously in a much different era where digital cameras weren't a thing. Cameras were point and shoot. Disposable cameras were not a thing. You had to buy a roll of camera roll and put it in there. And if mm-hmm. you didn't put it in right, you were running a chance of not taking the right picture or overexpose and, and you know, and, and aperture and all of that was not even a thing. So there's a lot less pictures of like myself um, when I was a kid, when I was growing up, where For Omar sure. has gigabytes, terabytes, teraflops, whatever of, of content on him. And, you know, so I'm, I'm happy. Let's just say this. I'm happy to see where we are and how we are able to do things. But it just like I said, today's been a more of a reminiscing day, uh, you know, feeling a little bit old, but feeling very proud. And um, oh, before I forget. So Omar finally joined. Um, he finally got promoted from his. Uh, <laughs> from his Alcatel, uh, go flip four. Oh yeah. So he's he's been he's been using that through his sixth grade and junior high and elementary. Sorry, and um, he is now officially part of Team Pixel. He is officially running hey. the Pixel Five A. Um, I gave him the Five A Five G because he's he's used to larger format displays, and he's like, "How's oh, the, the 5A camera?" Five A is such a baller phone. That it's is a such, great starter it's, phone. It's a it's Nicely so nice. Done. Um, he got it. He's been on it all day and I'm actually starting to learn a little bit more about Google family, uh, family management uh, <laughs> on how to use the, uh, the, the yeah. Uh, Helpful. Uh, there's, there's a lot of control. I didn't realize it. Um, cause so anyway, long story short, yeah. Team pixel, new member five, a, and then <laughs> he, he asked me, he said, which one do you have? I told him I have the six pro. He said, um, is there going to be a new version? I said, yeah, at some point they're going to have a six A. I think hopefully in July. But then you can give like me your that. six Pro, right? <laughs> he's eyeing the guy. Is he's he, he's he has this tactical approach to things, right? He's he's always thinking of the next thing. You know what I mean? Like you know, you 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 reach first place. Ah, how's the next thing? I second to third. You know, like he's he's always moving on. So I I love mm-hmm. that. And but I want I want him to start creating content with it. And I told him I said, look, the six A and the five A on device for the most part are going to feel exactly the same. You may get better hardware, bigger battery, stuff like that. But the experience, this is yeah. a Google experience. This is a, you know, Android 12, Android 13, when 13 comes out and so on. But I think the 6A will more than likely still have uh, 12 because 13 won't come out until the 7. So I told him, you're not going to feel a big difference there. They still want the hardware. So uh, one thing we need to do, we need to get him a new case because the case, I, I guess my case selection is not cool enough. So <laughs> I don't think but, I ever got a case for my 5A. It was one I, of the few phones of its time where I was like, you know what? The, the, I'm the 5A's, okay. Just the 5As, they don't give the us cases. Yeah. Um, I had a few cases. from. No, companies. but I mean, like I've bought so many oh, yeah. cases. Like I need to get a new case for my 6 Pro because this, the, the, the Google. The, col- the color shifting color. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh, it looks so bad. Every, um, every but the 5A, it was like, no, I'm good. Also a little with the, um with the pixel five mm-hmm. i know yeah. we got the fabric cover case i used that phone it, it, they're two of the only phones i think for a while where i was comfortable just kind of rocking them naked yeah um, well, the 5a i don't have a problem with as much because it's smaller i feel like it, it's easier to handle less chances of yeah. slipping but the 4a 5g was that i mean as you know i we've, we've talked about this before i'm always the xl the larger form format of a device mm-hmm. Um, and Omar's first, um, when I, when I handed him the phone, he's like, how is this for pictures? I said, this is the best picture phone on the market. Google makes 
some of the best point and shoot cameras. I said, you're going to be able to make beautiful pictures here. You're going to be able to take great pictures on the front facing camera, on the back facing camera. And I also told them that there was a new feature drop that just came out that you need to download. We'll update that and all of that. So um, I want him to use that. I want him to get comfortable. And, you know, and if we do get the 6A and we're able to play with it and he likes it, I wouldn't mind putting him on, on the 6A. Honestly, the 5A and the 6A will definitely be, they'll serve him very, very well. But I'm happy that I, I wanted him to be, to start with the Google experience um, and just experience that with the 765G on that one with 5G and running obviously on T-Mobile. So I'm excited. I'm really happy and I'm happy that I'm getting him to experience RCS, um, <laughs> understanding Android and, and starting to understand some of the benefits of how how we customize wallpapers and all of that. So I'm, I'm happy for them. That's so I'm cool. excited. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, have you been liking the, the most recent feature drop? Cause I'm not so, running a beta on my Pixel 6 Pro. I, um, I, I had my Pixel 5. Yeah. As my beta machine. I'm yeah, yeah. still not up to date. I'm two betas behind now. They're up to beta but three the, now. The, I did finally get the June, the June drop. And I got the uh, June drop as well. And it's been pretty cool. So, so I'm trying to learn to use that new video creation tool that they included in there. So that that one, I'm, I'm my brain to doesn't work that way, but it looks it fun. It is, I know, doesn't it? Like it's yeah. kind of weird. Like the, the the organization of creating content, importing it, changing the different like the different looks and stuff like that. I understand what the purpose of it is. I I just need to understand it, and maybe it'll make sense to him more. Maybe maybe it's it's geared for a different generational creating tool. For me, I like to you know, shoot everything in as raw possible and as best of a frame, a frame rate and then edit it post process it somewhere else. Right. Because like, I have an editor, my son's not going to open it up, but um, so yeah, long story short, I'm liking it. Um, but specifically what I love the fact is that we're still getting new features. It's carrying okay. over the 5A is not losing any love. And obviously hopefully with the 6A, we'll see even more. But speaking of updates, the, the biggest update that I saw circling around the, the, you know, the interwebs and the Twitters, if, if I may, has been to a uh, a very uh, interesting device, uh, a duality or duality type of a device called the Microsoft Duo Dose. <laughs> how how is that uh, how has that been going on as far as the, uh, the Microsoft Surface Dose Dose? Is that dose, what we're going to start calling? Yeah, the Dose. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say the Dose X, then we'll get demonetized for some reason. Seven hundred meg update for their June patch. Wow. Um, finally brings, I, I, I don't even have it really well set up yet, but it finally brings better notification support to your side ticker. A, yep. I saw WhatsApp um, was in there. Yeah. And so Pro. again, it's, it's doing better. Mm -hmm. I, I still wish we could kind of customize the look of that mm -hmm. just a little bit better. Um, so. But it's making that more functional. Also, I haven't noticed how this works, but supposedly... Mm -hmm. It should allow now for um, firmware updates to the pen. So the Surface Pen is a major pain in the in the rear um, because, like, you would have to go to a Surface laptop or a Surface um, oh PC. Yeah, okay, I see a Surface PC to mm -hmm. get this updated. There, if if you were trying out Microsoft on a Duo. There was no way to get this to update to talk to different phones. Yeah. Um, so now, supposedly, this is supposed to pair better and do more stuff. Really, for me, it's it's been just like how wonderfully considered all of Microsoft's tablet interface has become where 
from the last major update to this major update, like this experience of using a dual display device has gotten so sleek. Yeah. It's so fast. It's it's so performant for the mm-hmm. guts inside. And all you know, it's kind of like a pixel drop. I mean, all of these little feature updates and improvements are coming on top of some massive architectural improvements too. Yeah. So again, it, it, it's kind of, I still put it in the same sort of category of devices as like a fold. Yeah. You, I don't see how this could be a mainstream daily driver, bread and butter kind of device for people, but it's so hyper-specific at what it does well that if you're willing to go on being a part of like a public beta, it mm-hmm. has been so much fun to crank on on the duo two likewise the duo one also got a 600 meg update for june and very similarly it too has been significantly polished up so i find this encouraging because microsoft is treating their android um products their android devices kind of similarly to how they treat their Windows devices. Just because okay. this phone is older, it's only got a Snapdragon 855 and it's two years old. It's not off the reservation for for not just, oh, let's get it the new security patch, but like it too is receiving substantial software attention. So I'm hoping that this is the, you know, my, my prediction is like we probably won't get a Duo 3 this year. I'm kind of yeah. hoping that whatever comes next in in a duo pocketable form factor is running Windows on ARM. That's I hope my so. that's I my really, hope. Yes, I yes, really no. hope that. But I am so happy I was on board for the Android flavor of this experiment just to see how it's evolved over this time um, because it's really good now. If you can get your hands on a Duo One, like, even if you're you were buying it used or it's in reasonably good condition, or if you can find like a refurb. Um, this is such a different twist on what we think of for Android and tablets. It is so uniquely Microsoft in how it's mm-hmm. executed. And as a sort of pen touch computing interface, it's really unique. I mean, it really is fun. It still so, is a unique thing. The form factor isn't hasn't been duplicated. Oh, yeah. Nobody's trying to to give you that super nice and sleek and very thin experience on on any kind of portable. Even uh, with the leaks that we saw from the um, the Fold Four, looks like Samsung is continuing the same shape, same size, maybe a slightly bigger front panel display. But at I the mean, end if of the they're, day- they're they're minorly changing the aspect ratio, which I think is positive. I think that's good. But oh, when I, you look at what what Vivo's and Oppo are doing, when we yep. see you know what's kind of coming down the pipe for Android 13, Samsung was early to this idea, and I don't feel they're going to maintain an advantage for nearly as long as they did when they were pushing AMOLED. Yeah. You know, I, I think they, they tried to get in early on folding screen technology so they could occupy that space. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to have... Once this idea really does become sort of a broader mainstream consumer, someone might shop a clamshell, someone might shop a folding tablet, I don't think Samsung is really going to demonstrate that they've got such a unique advantage over the competition that you have to get the Galaxy version of this. I think it's going to be a much more brutally competitive market for Samsung. Yeah, no, no, I, and, I, and I'm with you. I think it's it's been a big 
it, it it's one of the things that saddens me in the in our in our market right now that we have a, such a small and limited uh, accessibility to, to type of hardware and and you know pushing the envelope like you said the vivo and and in in oppo just trying to push the limit uh, and even with uh you know with i'm hoping at some point you know we'll see tcl bring in some of their foldables that we, we yeah. saw some concepts on because it's been years right we've seen it chicago was supposed to come out last year that didn't happen but i had i, I you know man i handled it and uh at ces man that phone was ready it felt like it was it was in the right it, it did the exact like this was the right competition for the z flip that would have driven the it, uh, you know Samsung really to try genuinely. To even... It's just whether or not they can they can make the numbers work for yeah. a version of that idea that doesn't have to be a thousand dollars. And I think and that's, that's what's what holding was. TCL back is you put a hinge on a phone and to really make money on it and really recoup your R and D and get all of those red numbers back into the black. It's got to be pricier. Yeah. Um, until we can, we can really, I mean, people say, oh, but I got my duo for $400. Yeah. Cause you bought it on a fire sale. Not because Microsoft made money on that. They lost yeah, money yeah. on that. They were, they were, so if you want hinges stock. to mm-hmm. work, um, you, right now we're in, we're in Tesla zone, you know, like when the Tesla Roadster was the only EV out there that could do zero to 60 in under five seconds. Like, yeah, that was a hundred thousand dollar car. Um, it's going to be a while before a phone with a hinge can be practical, durable, and genuinely arrive yep. retail sub $1,000. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it, we're, we're, we've still got a ways to go. So, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I've, I've just been so tickled with the dual display, uh, with yep. what Microsoft has been able to accomplish. I'm very nervous I don't think I'm going to jump on, you know, scary if literal has booted Windows 11 from, I, I forget which duo, if it was I, I, duo one or duo two. I, I thought it was duo two, but yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not there yet because I just really like how my duo two is running right mm-hmm. now. So I kind of want to leave it alone. But at some point I know I'm going to get antsy and be like, okay, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll give it a run. Um, I, but, you know, for me, it's it's that that has to be the next challenge that has to be the next flavor of this from microsoft we desperately need windows on arm on a pocketable tablet there has to be some type of a solution that we can move forward with we've the i mean we are literally we've been at the cusp of this for years and i feel like this weird relationship where microsoft just does not want to push it because because qualcomm has been pushing the hardware right we've been we have the hardware ready to be able to manage it but we've been still using a, um, a crippled version of, of windows that doesn't really mm-hmm. run the way we need it and uh, it's so yeah long st- the, the reality is i think it needs to happen and i'm hoping that that's what happened with the duo three or you know the duo tres uh, you know depending if they want to go there tres X, you know all the good stuff or or maybe we take it just a full like year product lifestyle uh cycle off of duo mm-hmm. maybe we try and resurrect the neo yes because the Neo was the one supposed to come out short, not that long after the panels, the yeah. bigger, which would have been more, which would be more conducive for a window experience, a window. That's Windows a surface, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Totally. Uh, Miniature wise, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that, and so we'll have to see how that kind of goes through. But I'm happy to see that you know this week has been a uh, bringing in some really really good updates to a lot of devices, you know, Pixels, Microsoft Duos, and so on. Um, I had an opportunity to play a little bit with um, a, an interesting phone. It's a, a sequel to a different device that I saw at, at MWC. 
So at MWC, I saw, and I think I, I posted about that one, the Neo 3 G, the, the Neo GT, the GT Neo 3, and that had 150 watt charging. And I have, that's basically the Naruto phone. They did a custom edition mm-hmm. of that. Um, and I have yeah. that one, which runs the MediaTek 8100. Um, but shortly after that, it seems like, you know, Realme released a T-series, which is an interesting because T-series used to be a, a OnePlus thing, but they released the T-series. It's like a slightly, <laughs> this is where you start saying like the line is very blurry between the three Oppo. Oh, Realme, yeah. All and, these and companies OnePlus. are now like, yeah, maybe we don't need bit... to work this hard. Maybe Man. we're just pals. <laughs> maybe, maybe they won't notice. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's so it's it's the Neo three and thank you Sony. Uh, Sony oh, is really loving pretty. this one. They went with the uh, the flag on this one, like you know the the checkered flag sign there, as opposed to the stripe that they did on the three. Um, they switched pretty. it over to Qualcomm as opposed to going with the MediaTek the Dimensity, um, slightly bigger battery, slightly better sensor, um, charging speed though kind of went the other way. <laughs> they went from one fifty really? to eighty. I, oh, but I understand okay, but that's not bad. That's it, not bad. No, but it goes along with the conversation, you know, like 65 is been is now somewhat of a standard now, right? Like you hit yeah. 65, you're like, oh, I can get that at a budget price point. I don't have to wait. You know, it's not a thousand plus type of a technology. Um, but yeah, like Aditya says, that color and texture just looks so nice. And it's, it's not etched. It's uh, definitely under the glass. So you don't feel the textures. But um, depending on how the light hits it, it always looks so nice. And uh, I mean, Realme's been kicking it out of the park. I've, I'm really been happy, yeah. very, very happy with the way they've been doing things on that. Um, so uh, played with it, uh, l- runs very nice. Uh, obviously, 870 is still present in, in 2022, uh, mid, mid-year, and we're starting to see that. And I think the Black Shark 5 also came out this week, didn't it? I saw some people... Uh, I saw, I, I, I I saw some videos, saw people... Press on that. <laughs> so, no, no, uh, again, it's, it's with the international brands... Because yeah. I'm a Western reviewer. I, they sent a form saying, hey, would you like to try one? I was like, yeah. <clears throat> I really like the Black Shark 4. And I, I wrote yeah. in my name. And then I just never heard back from them. So I feel like I was probably just late for whatever batch of I we were going to get. But. All, I, all I say is I, I, I did the same thing for, Z, for the ZTE. But I wasn't informed about it till Tuesday, the day before the embargo. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. If there's a chance for me to get a chance if, to check out the Ultra, I'll be more than happy to. Well, but, I, I um, mean, I, I could let you could let you take it for a spin. I, you know, yeah, you know a we, guy who has. I, I, I know a guy. These phones. I'm trying. I'm trying not to do up. some terrible like Christopher Walken impers- impersonation here. Yeah, he, uh, he. Yeah, that's actually a pretty bad one. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't why. do it. That's why I'm I trying I don't know not why, to. I don't even know why I went for him. Like of all, like I know a guy. <laughs> but uh, no, I, that, that's that's where mine impress. No. Um, we we do need to set up some time to. I want to do another in person thing. I, we we need to do some hang out and, and and check out and start you know and, and checking out the different hardware. We also need to do like another phone swap because you've been playing some stuff I want to check out. I know I've got some stuff you want to check out. I I'm I'm like so. racking up a list, my friend. I have a list <laughs> of devices I'd like to like the way we would we will have like two to three challenges going on right now. That's how this is how things are going. Phone um, swap <laughs> always always. But um, I did want to talk a little bit about the game, sir. So you you got a chance to get uh, to get your hands on a new. Is that the the yeah. new controller? Th- this is I... a newer controller. Um, this is the. I'm trying to get it set up here, and I, I just almost rebooted my um, my Moto. Um, oh, speaking of the Moto, um, I the saw you got the case. case. You got the case. It was uh, 
it was still attached. So whenever I take the case off, it also registers as the stylus being pulled. So oh. I was trying to get it into the game, sir. And then it was like, oh, but don't you want to write a note? And you're like, oh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't. No. Yeah. I want to I won't play a game. So this is the game, sir, X3. Nice. It comes in a really nice um, hard case to kind of go and it, with it. As it should. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know we're very familiar with this this kind of uh the controller Kishi, setup it looks similar very much to kishi gen but one with the it's got a of... real big cold pad fan on the nice. back so let me plug this in so that you a can gen see. one certified bam sorry yeah right oh i don't know if my usb cable is gonna be long enough oh no first world Oops, problems i just oh, no. plug something there hold on <laughs> yeah, let me see if i can windows. connect it over here Maybe one of these. I think this will power it. Hold on. This is just connected. I don't know. To like Can OnePlus power hub. it though? Oh, look at the RGBs. Nice. I think and so. Oh, the, and it changes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's supposed to, but it actually does kind of do ambient. Like the RGB sort of follows what's going on on the screen. Oh, that would be nice. So I need to I test more just to see. But, you know, there's a big pad. There's a big mm-hmm. fan. And when you touch the pad, I mean, it's just like your phone cooler. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand exactly what they did. It's shockingly cool. They integrated when, it in. When it's yeah, running yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's it's all just built in together. Um, the the analog sticks are, are a little fiddly for my Hold thumbs. On. Let me uh, let's let's put you oh nope wrong one here and we're gonna boom bum right there. So so the here let me turn it turn it around here. So okay. the analog sticks are just oh, a little fiddly. Interesting how they did it this way. So one up thoughts? one down. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like there's kind of a Nintendo vibe in general. Look, but I still would bit. think that yeah the D pad should be at the, well okay I get it I understand. But so your direction you know, is at the top and the other one. Yeah, you're OK. I see. So it, it, it does the thing. But what I like is that it's real chunky. Mm-hmm. So, like you, you know, hand, for, and for, it's not for, super loud. I mean, I can no, hear it. It's pretty good. I mean, like here, if I like. Put well, it no, no, no. Me. Yeah. When you had it like in front of you, I could still I can still hear it a little bit. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. But phone speakers at arm's length with the fan kind of blowing away from you. You're totally fine. Um, like the. uh the what was i gonna say oh um what i really do like is i'm so used to playing mobile games on a more traditional sort of you know cross between a playstation or an xbox controller Mm -hmm. that some of these the way that the 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 sort of handle grips on the bottom can line up i need something a bit fatter or i i should say i want something a bit fatter and so this it's got a, a pretty good chunky grip to it. And, you know, they already had to build in the fan. So they just mm-hmm. kind of went with that for the rest of the the shell. The okay. shell is not sleek. It's not thin. And I really do kind of like that better, especially for all the Steam Deck that I've been playing. Yeah, yeah. Like this, yeah, yeah. I pick this up and you're like, oh, I kind of wish my analog sticks were just a little bit broader. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, it's, it's fun. It's clicky. Um, it's been playing well with, a good chunk of games, like obviously, I play games like Dead Cells. And I was going to say, yeah, those are, and yeah, those should automatically. Uh, map. The, the arcadey things have been have been playing great. Um, it does not like my OnePlus Ten. I don't okay. know what setting the OnePlus is using for USB OTG, 
but mm-hmm. it does not want to talk. It, it, and, you know, not just this one. It doesn't want to talk to my Steel series either. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure that's a OnePlus problem. Um, but, you know, you've got this cute little fan blowing air. It's It's been really solid. I need to spend a little bit more time with it and play a couple different games. Like, want to fire up an emulator and play some old school Tetris. I want to I want to try Doom and mm-hmm. see if, like, you know, classic uh, PC gaming is going to talk to this thing properly. But other than that, like, w- once you kind of get over the limitations of Android, because Android is kind of dumb about controllers, um, it really has been solid. And it seems to play f- pretty well. Let me see if I can get a little closer there. Gotta block my eyes. My camera no. is... In, in, video, in, in Yeah, right there. Face. Okay, we got it. Yeah, now you can... So... When 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 we look at like how broad that is over the back of the phone, mm-hmm. a lot of our phones, what's generating heat is a little bit higher up. But it's closer you pull to the camera. Thing it's more to the out. L- I would assume to the left, uh, the way you're yeah, showing it. Yeah, to this me? side. Oh, your left. Okay. So that's that's the top of the phone on this side. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't. But I can't see that. when when you pull this thing out of the case, it's like the top third of your screen is a little warm and toasty but then the back of the phone is cold so (laughs) it really is doing something in there it's just maybe not it's probably not going to line up with exactly where the heat on your phone is being generated when when you got it fired up but yeah especially on phones like the moto and i would imagine this would probably be pretty killer on a sony um i've been very impressed I've, i've really enjoyed this so the centerpiece where the fan mechanism is, it doesn't actually align. It doesn't slide sideways, right? You're not able no, to move. No, 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 no. Yeah. It, it, this, this becomes, uh, it, it just sort of splays out the same distance. Okay. It, it, the, the fan always is going to end up kind of halfway. Um, but yeah, I mean, without even really running a game, yeah, this is cold. On the back of the oh I, yeah no no I, passive cool uh, uh, air cooling on uh, on even with the one that I got from Red Magic I, absolutely it was amazing but as you remember when I were talking to you Brian let me remember yeah. uh, it, the placement and the ports and the side and then with the Red Magic you don't want to block the internal fan that's in there that's running <laughs> counteracting and increasing you know what I mean like it there um, we need we need more first party um, accessories like these made specifically or purposely built. Um, this is one of the reasons why on my Oppo on the Find X5 Pro, I keep using the ice case, the the, the case that they yeah. sent me, the the glacier mat. It, it doesn't cool it as much as an active fan, but the technology that they're using there still pulls and and takes that uh, heat out and gives me a more uniform experience across the back. I, I, I had to just look it up here. I forget what what technique they is. Peltier is that how you pronounce it? Peltier. Peltier. Pel- <laughs> um so so this is this is gonna retail I, I think it's still in pre-order on the GameSir website. It's gonna retail okay. for ninety nine. It used to be on Indiegogo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did start it off as as a crowd, they, as a crowdfunding. They, t- they typically do, yeah. GameSir does that yeah. quite a bit. They go uh, and, um, and it helps. It helps shows interest in how what people like and yeah. so they don't over and, and so I think they're going through whatever for the people that were that were um on the crowd uh, crowdfunding. Um so I think that's Probably, I don't know if any of those have shipped out yet. I, I honestly don't know. Um, but it is in pre-order on their site proper if you don't want to go through Indiegogo or if you just want like a more traditional retail. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be $99.99. So again, yeah. a little bit pricier than say like my Steel Series, which I think the Steel Series with the phone mount was 60 mm-hmm. But 
my Steel Series with the phone mount, man, some of those phones will run real hot. <laughs> this I, I, actually I felt, does kind of help cool them off a little. This one is, um, for me, feel like it's it's hitting the Razer solution a little bit more direct with the shape yeah. and, and the configuration, but adding the cooling, which Razer doesn't right. have. So, yeah, and it comes with a case, and which is much easier to carry. I mean, the reality is, one of the reasons why I went with the uh, the the higher end model the Steam Deck um, was because yeah. of the case, because I didn't want to have to go. For, you know, I, I looked at it. And if you start buying all the different accessories, they were like, "I'm already yeah. at that price." So, you know, if I'm waiting till October, anyways, might as well get the right to get the right one, anyways. And so, um, yeah, and I'm, then I'm it starting... also just has like, you know, extra um, buttons, extra and attachments and stuff. Uh, the, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you, if you okay. want like the more umbrella corporation oh no and that's how we lose them Thank um you. For, for your d-pad you know you can yeah, yeah. pop that out put that in there and different okay. grips for your analog for your analog stick so i mean it, it's it's pretty well considered you know how you would put all this together for mobile gaming um you, you can tell that there was a, i mean obviously the company's name is game sir yeah. um the, they were considering gamers as their potential customers but it's always nice when you you do actually get the product in hand and you're like, oh, yeah, the, the controller is great. But yeah. it just came with, like, a dinky cloth pouch to put it in. Like, none of that here. This is $100, and they're it's an up, you know, it's, it's an upgrade from what, So games are used to do the cloth pouch. And I remember because I've, I've reviewed a few of their controllers. But yep. I've, I've only reviewed more of their uh, standard, like, you know, game, uh, like Xbox-style controllers where they're basically, you know, the tool and controller, it's everything in one Same. place with the, uh, with the phone mount. So I'm glad to see that they're jumping in into a new form factor, and um, they're a little bit. I, I feel like they used to be with like a little boutique type of thing because you know they're they're yeah, a I mean, small they company out of Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, they they are. Yeah, but their name has been going out there a little bit more. Like for controllers, I truly trust them. Between them and Kishi, I feel like you know you're covered. And Kishi just come out. They're coming out with a Kishi version two for Android. So yep. that's going to also be interesting. Uh, so how that it, works. it's. It, it, it's the right time because Razer's making their play with an Android, I think, backbone. Mm-hmm. Aren't, aren't they looking at doing another follow-up um, for their controller? Everybody's yep. trying to ape this, like, cradle-your-phone-style gaming rig right now. And so I well, think GameSir is, is absolutely on the pulse. And mm-hmm. the, the way that they've delivered this... Um, like I, I'm very positive on this is like an early reaction. This obviously isn't like my full review. I I, I really now need to. I, I want to give it a try. Like I want to see will this play nice with a Red Magic because that fan vent yeah. might be yeah, yeah. in a difficult spot for a, a back cooler like this. But already, but I feel like you may I even mean, clear the the built-in fans the way where it's placed right there. I think it have, might. You wouldn't have the issue I was dealing with yeah. having to kind of like clipping it on the side just to get it to work. Yeah. But that's also not really anywhere near where the Red Magic gets hottest. That's true. So when we're talking about thermal conductivity, is that is that going to help get more out of this? But, you know, from, from limited gameplay, because obviously the first things that I'm going to try, I love having the buttons and stuff back on a game like Undead Horde. The Moto seemed to handle it better after that first couple minutes of gameplay where you can get like an amazing 90 frames per second and then the frame rate starts to crash because the phone's yeah. running so hot. It seemed 
to do better, but I need to play for a longer stretch. And that's kind of difficult right now because I also just always want to pick up my Steam Deck. I was about to say, <laughs> the comp- like, how, do you, how do you pull yourself away from that experience? But what I would also love to see is like, you know, running the Red Magic 7 Pro with this and seeing, you know, like keeping un- yeah. you know, Undead Horde at 120. Because that would be the like, because the form factor is my biggest thing. It's always been how does how do you get it to run with like the cool right? Because we have now this our biggest problem with most of the devices that at least I see is that a lot of the heat is uh, precipitating or coming out from the front, not from the back. Yeah. Well, and and you know it's we've gotten so precious with uh, thermal management that now the the bigger cameras on the back of our phones are taking up space that we used to use. Mm-hmm. And the main areas, it's so weird to think that like, we're trying to get heat out of a screen. Like you think about like older OLED displays where that kind of thermal issue would have just cooked the screen. And now we're like, Oh, I guess I'm mean, just got to cr- crank your screen to 130 degrees. There you go. Now your phone's running great. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I zipped this close, and you get to hear me unzip it. Uh, apologies <laughs> to everybody who's listening on the audio version of the show. Aditya, please leave it alone, my friend. Please leave it alone. It's not what you think. It's not. It's not that kind of show. It's not Juan After Dark. Yeah, I know the unzipping sound effect. <laughs> uh, the uh, I'm Juan, just so excited Juan. about this phone. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Hi. first of all. It okay. does fit, so I was a little worried because it's, it's just a little bit taller of a phone. Um, the vents. Okay, so the the vents on the Red Magic are right in this cavity right let here. Me, let, me, let me bring you over one. Okay, here we go. Okay. There you go. So the intake is is exposed. There's clearance. The arm for this is stretched out far enough that the yeah. fan intake for the Red Magic is clear. Okay. It's just that the fan is so much lower on the phone because it's under the camera module. And that's yeah. not really a super hot spot for the Red Magic 7. So I do need to give this a, a whirl. I I'm, bet I'm you if yeah. I throw on charge separation, I crank it to 120, I have the fan running full bore, and I've got this in the case, I bet you the screen's still going to run really hot because the okay. Red Magic is going to say, hey... I can run the SOC even harder because the phone seems to be staying cooler. <laughs> and so then it's going to, it's going to like nuke. Um, it, it's going to go to like ultra, they've gone to plaid, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone to plaid, like, no, no. I, and I, and I feel like that's, that's been the thing with, with, uh, with what we get here. It's, it's the, <laughs> it's like, Oh, Hey, you give me more, more headroom. I'll take it. Uh, that type of an experience. The red right? magic yeah. takes it. Yeah. Uh, big time. Yeah. So, but this is funny because, you know, when we talk about Red Magic and then we're talking about the Axon 40, uh, the reality is, you know, this is two different divisions of ZTE and you, you're, you're getting mm-hmm. such a different experience. Completely Obviously, different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, gaming centric, gaming focused experience. Um, and we still get updates every once in a while. I still get updates of you uh, on the uh, on the Red Magic 6, 6S or the 6 Pro from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the last one because I sold my 7. But um I kind of regret setting the seven because that looked so nice. Um, the RGB on the fan that they added into the seven ultra, uh, the oh, ultimate so edition, cool. it was so nice. It was a very nice, so good. and I, and I got it for a good deal too. But you know, and I, I'm yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited to see what we can. But the one thing I wanted to ask in in the the way it looked like, at least when you were putting both phones in there, 
the phones seem mm-hmm. like to be, they're actually flat to the top part of the the, the actual tag the, the the case itself so it doesn't look like it's covering it on both ends when it's grabbing it so there's no grabbing mechanism on the phone from the right and left other than the USB-C connection is so there a grip the on USB-C the left side connection let me see if i can just get it to stop focusing on my face i i would i would yeah tilt it forward yeah here you go yeah there you got it so when when you look at this side right here there's yeah. like a spongy sort of softer material that angles Ah, and that okay. tries to line up with the edge of the screen. Okay. So there is something you can kind of see, like there's a little bit of flex. And especially oh, I... like on a, on the Red Magic, because it's it's a taller phone, you can see like I'm kind of out, out close to the limits. Yeah, yeah. Of, okay. Like I don't have much room. Ah, That's about oh, as very... far as it'll go from right there. And that's actually pretty so, good, actually. Think about it. Yeah, so yeah. It, you know, it's not bad. Um, you just got to be real careful because obviously the USB-C plug in the controller has a lot of flex so that you mm-hmm. can kind of angle the phone in and then extend, but you've got to kind of plug and then slide everything out to then get the phone back in. It's like, you really just want to be careful because you're putting a lot of, um, putting like a lot of force. You're putting a lot of pressure on that USB-C plug. I, that it, it's always a, uh, the, one of the things that always drives me crazy. And I always make sure to tell Omar about it. And my wife, always, see, you know, don't stress that port. You think it's, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I see what you mean. It oh, flexes, yeah, but it, that, yeah, yeah. So it's still connected to the phone mm-hmm. and then you just got to be very careful, like pulling it back out. And then you can see how it's far like a, it's, it's that, like a loose tooth before it falls off. No, I'm just kidding. Out. I'm not gonna... <laughs> totally. It, yeah, it, that's so gross. When you were playing with it, that's where I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what it felt like. Is it ready to come up? No, still moving. Not yet. Let me just tie a string around it and slam yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let me slam. Believe it or not, that actually works. <laughs> we got we did that. With we, one of them. We did. <laughs> yeah, true. we did one. We did one. We did it one time with Omar. I want to say maybe a few, five, six years ago. But, oh man, that kid. I love him. I yeah, love he's him all like stuff. grown up and stuff. That's weird. I know. I know. But like, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's he is grown up. Like I said, I'm telling you, it's like been nostalgic all day today. It's like he turned 20 or something um, or he's leaving or something like that. But it's it's been, you know, I'm like looking at a picture where I'm able to hold him and he's like literally the distance from here to here. And I was like, how is in the name? Like, uh, and he's like, up. To, he's almost up to my nose now. So about almost the height of mom. So he's he's pretty, pretty good. Um, and getting him into pixels, getting into gaming and stuff like that. We have a summer coming up. Tomorrow he goes in and picks up his certificate, uh, the actual graduation thing. Today they gave him like a piece of paper, but um, it, it was it was nice. It was nice. Um, I'm gonna miss the days where he's able to walk to school, but you know, with that, yeah. it's still decent. So we'll have we'll have to do more pickup and drop offs next year because he's a, a little bit further away. But you know, such is life. It's good, and I'm working from home. I don't mind it. <laughs> I like it. I like, I actually, no, I seriously, the, the first two years were an adjustment period to a certain point. Yeah. But now that I have a choice in it and I actually chose for it, um, I'm in, I, I like it. I like that option. And I like the fact that that's the direction we're going with. So, um, nice. but I did want to talk a little bit more, obviously about what's going on with you as far as the near term. I mean, next week, yeah. obviously, or maybe later this week, is there any more content coming out from your end? Yes, so tomorrow is a camera showdown Vivo X80 Pro versus Xperia 1 Mark IV. So nice. that's uh, it, it's very little in terms of direct um, photo and video comparisons. It's way more talking about how different they are as content creation platforms. 
mm-hmm. like what the strengths and weaknesses of both of both cameras are and how they're almost polar opposites. Like okay. they're two of the best camera phones on the market today and they couldn't be more different if 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 you tried. Um so that's going out tomorrow. Also this week I finally got some of the um I've been having a lot of issues trying to I've talked about this before. I tried to get way too precious in matching the sound quality of my previous speaker tests. Yes. And it just wasn't ever going to happen here in this new office. Like it does not sound the same. So if I take one of my LG V60 speaker tests from Mm -hmm. the last gadget lab, it's just never going to be comparable to an LG V60 in this space. So I kind of gave up. And now I'm just going to be re-recording phones that I think are important to listen to and then just recording new phones fresh. Um, so uh, Sony Xperia audio video went live on the Patreon. I saw that one, uh, yep. Then then maybe over the weekend or early next week on the Patreon is going to be the Poco F4 versus the the Red Magic 7. Uh, the Red Magic oh, okay. 7. Um, so that's going to go live. That's an audio test, you know, talking about headphone performance and speaker performance. And then hopefully at the end of next week will be Steam Deck. So the Steam Deck audio review is also in the pipeline, too. Actually, that video should be finished. I should be finished editing both of those um, tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah. So quite a bit of that going on. And then just I need to do this video on the game, sir. I've got to build that NOS that we talked about like last week. Oh, yes. Know? No, that, I, I finally got. I've yeah, got so to put I, all that together. I, I picked up two drives and, and I got it back. Yeah. Up and I was like, that's so right. That, that was a scare. That was a scare because it's freaky it, when, I, when. Yeah, I didn't get yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch it at the at the time where it was giving me warnings. I caught it when the drive was gone. I yeah. turn it on, and it's like drive four is not there. I'm like, what do you mean drive four is not there? So I mean, I've, and I've I've had this problem before. Um, I, I just for some reason I assumed red drives from Western Digital should have lasted longer. Um, I did I did end up picking up two reds just in case, um, just to mm-hmm. kind of keep me over. But if I do end up once I grow through my uh, the only spare I have one because I I already used one to fix this system. Um, I'm going to probably take your advice and, and probably switch over to Seagate and see maybe some of their solutions there. The Iron um, Wolves have been good. Um, and, I still and the have red reds do typically in my well. They typically do well for me, uh, but this is the second drive to fail, and but it's not the same slot. First time was slot three. This time is slot four. I don't know if it's um, – Maybe I just had a bad batch or something like that. But the sure. the drives that I have new, uh, you know, are newer, and I should have at least a, another, you know, is it four years or so warranty from uh, Western Digital? So I'm not too far, not too worried about it. Let's just say that I'm okay yeah. with it uh, to that level. But I'm glad I caught it. I'm glad I found it. Um, and my local Best Buy uh, apparently did have two left, and I picked both of them up. So I'm like, I'm not going to pass it up because I know by the next time that this happens, they may not be, you know, I, I, uh, Sandisk. Or Western Digital, I think it was is it Sandisk that bought them, or is it West? Uh, they bought Sandisk. I forgot the other one way or another. But um, yeah, there was like a corporate merger, and I don't was, remember what. The yeah, was when I called be. them last time, um, they told me that the spinning drive uh, division they no longer rec- recognize the spinning drive. They want to go all SSDs, and I was like, your servers are ninety percent spinning drive. You know that, right? Like people yeah. still use spinning drives for those, but. So long story short, that was fixed. I'm glad. And I hope yours kind of also gets, is yours the same thing? Is a drive failing or? No, 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 no. I'm, um, I'm working with QNAP on yeah. another little two bay NOS. Oh, okay. And yeah. That's so what I have. Putting, I have the four bay. I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm building the two bay. And then I think what we might do is turn that into a how to get my parents set up with network attached storage. I like kind of that. Video. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, no, gonna, no, I'm, I, just, I'm just putting the drives in, getting it set up. And then I want to do a follow up where it's like, hey, we've got you, my parents have all of this data that they've just been backing up to like a little portable spinning disk drive. And it's time they got something a bit more robust. A little bit more. I, that, I think so. I think the uh, two bay is nice. I think a four bay would be also a nice upgrade as well. I mean, they have even go up to eight bays and so on. For me, it's more about the redundancy and it's the value built, yeah. valuable data that's on there once you start storing stuff on it. Uh, but yeah, way better local offline. Yeah, I'm, no need for I'm living free. dangerous. I just have a little three bay in RAID 5 and you know, like four bay RAID 5. Same. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It, as long as you have the ability of losing a drive and you're not, you know, fully tanked, you're good. You know, chances of more than one, very rare. But uh, but yeah, for me, and, and I did learn it, by the way, I did research it up, at least with QNAP, as long as you put in a uh, equal or higher storage capacity to what it used to be, it will allow you to put it in. It won't That's increase good. this. It won't. It won't increase yeah, the storage capacity yet till all three or all all four match. are matched. Uh, but at least in that situation, yeah, I, I don't have to be. I'm not a married to red drives. Let's just say that. And I, I did not think about doing that. It was. It was more about panic and fire. You know, turning turning off hours. But yeah. Um, so for for that, uh, I think for me next week is going to be a little bit more focused on. Uh, a couple of things. I do want to put out uh, the Samsung video that I have. Uh, I've been working with them for some time and I feel so bad that I, I haven't pushed that out. So I'm going to put that, I'm going to record that this weekend. Oh, that's um, good. Try to push that out. Uh, a couple of little mics, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. I got a, uh, some time ago. And I do want to put out my review of the, uh, uh, the um, sorry, the Honor uh, Magic 4 Pro. Um, it's It's yeah. been a great little, and it's not like a little, It's it's a quite capable device. Um, mm-hmm. I got the watch, I got the buds for it, I got the charger. So I finally have the full ecosystem that Father wants to put experience. on. I, yeah, but I, it's so nice. It, it's been so long that I've been missing it. You know what I mean? Like I used to be engulfed in honor and wow, well, not Huawei mostly, but like honor very much. Mm-hmm. Like I was honor everything. Um, and, I can't and tell you, you as well. How, it, it's, it's so funny, like how I'm, it, it's a phone and I'm sitting here getting emotional about it but it was like i was cut off after the view 20 and you're like this is such an amazing phone i can't wait to see what honor is going to do next and they're gone it was it was was right around that time where they stopped selling in the u.s the view 20 and i think was the 7x was the last two Mm -hmm. devices they they brought in and then after that yeah even now how how much of that dna has not only been maintained but that like that magic 4 just looks like such a monster performer and yeah. it's got the desktop mode, and it's got all the cameras on the back, and, and the screen exactly. looks really nice. It's got the ultrasonic fingerprint sensor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not an optical. I mean, it's like, this is such, I mean, like, it's, it's such honor, a great configuration. But it's and, unlike and it the honor that you remember. It looks like an honor. Yeah. yeah. It, it's in that pushing li- limit, and... Uh, the watch is really nice. It, uh, my wife, my wife is actually eyeing the watch. It looks really nice. <laughs> I told her, I said, that when I'm done, you could definitely uh, maybe upgrade to that one. Um, and of course, the buds are actually very, very nice too. Uh, but what's been really blowing my mind is the charging, the wireless 100 watt charging. It's actually been crazy good. It works as advertised, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so, so those fast. are going to be kind of what I'm I'm focusing on uh, for next week. This week has been primarily the 3T, and I pushed out the video for the chair this morning. Hopefully, that will get pick up a little bit. Um, I like the chair. I, I really like this is a nice cross 
between a gaming chair and a office chair because it still has the nice. uh, the leg rests it has the configuration the mesh the cooler i mean it, it it's much more let's say that for extended amount of time in the office as i typically do because i i switch stations here it like mm-hmm. it's nice so definitely uh yeah if you guys haven't has, haven't had a chance to check it out uh, please uh, show that video some love. <laughs> like, I, I know it's Everybody like such a, is, <laughs> it's like... we we. I love covering like office equipment and stuff. I I I'd be doing reviews on like paper shredders. <laughs> I think that stuff is so cool, but it yeah. dies on YouTube. It... Everybody in here, help him out with his chair review because it's it, a good video and it, it's it, stuff it, that people do care about. It is, and especially for people like you know when they start looking at. It, I'm, I'm sure it's this is evergreen type of content, but still, yeah. I think the brand, the brand. I personally haven't seen them before, so it was first time working with Tabata. Uh, so yeah, for sure, definitely a very nice chair, uh, small, easy to use, easy to set up. So, uh, but yeah, so that that'll be some of the stuff coming up for me next week, and of course um, Saturday we should be doing you know the you know obviously the Android Bay, and then back with you on Monday with the with the SGGQA. Yeah. So it's it's been a yeah I think it will be more and more stuff coming up. Um, I'll say there's a couple of things that I can't mention or share yet that'll be coming up hopefully in the next few weeks, mm. which will uh, definitely surprise you guys and and you'll be happy with. Uh, but yeah, working on that. Um, and I do want to talk to you later on, of course, about setting up some time. Maybe we can hang out and uh, try yeah, to do we should. some uh, some you know some geeking out and maybe checking out devices and stuff like that. That'll be that'll be really nice. We're we're just overdue a field trip in general. I it's mean, been yeah, like, I know. It's just been like too the, long. It's it's been over. Yeah, it's been at least over. It's been over a month or so. Like since the last time we hanging out with the when we had the uh, Xperia and the uh, X80. So yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure, we'll have to set it up. Uh, but I do want to say, of course, thank you to everybody. I know um, it's not as long of a show today, but it's a little bit, you know, we still got a chance to cover a lot of good things, a lot of things going on. We covered a lot of ground, yeah. We a lot. We we were jumping all over. Um, and I want to say thank you very much to Chris, to Farhan, to Aditya, our Mr. Cumberbatch of our channel, of course, Michael Corgan, uh, Golan Lavi's in the hey Golan man. Hope you're doing well. I I just I just noticed that yeah. he was in the chat. Um, and and, and I, I got to throw the shout out because like Chris asked the question and you're like, well, how does how much does that cost? And and I I, I love seeing Chris's name pop back up. Tech mm-hmm. and Mama, same thing. Oh yeah, same. Um, actually, she and she just posted here. It's funny the stuff we use or need almost daily that can help make life easier doesn't do so well on YouTube. Which I'm I, sure I mean, people I, that, that are looking for chairs or stuff like that, they'll, they'll go to YouTube and look it up. It's literally and, what they do. I don't want to be a gatekeeper, but I kind of feel like there is a there's like geeks who get into phones and stuff. And then there are true geeks who can find all of the joy going through like the craft section at an office max. (laughs) Like, oh, I need those scissors. Those scissors look amazing. And I need this new Chris cut paper shredder that can handle like 20 sheets of paper at once. That's amazing. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely vibe with that flavor of just everything can be geeky. <laughs> so I know how you feel, man. Like I did a standing desk and you're like, this. I put so much effort into this video knowing no one's going to care 
about a well, standing it, desk it, and it, I don't even think I think a big part of it is I think YouTube is, as uh, the algorithm right now seems like that people are not interested in non tech or non like they feel like the chair is not that exciting but the reality right. is when when you are looking to buy a chair and you are looking to the office desk or chair it's these are the type of videos you want to watch before you buy it because you're not going to see it on the on the uh, on the uh, you know landing page or wherever you're looking at you do want to sure. see all the little little turns a little options in there and then of course being used that lived in experience that does give out uh, a little bit more information i feel like so long story short obviously is it yeah it it may pick up at some point right now it looks like it's tanking but uh we'll we'll see we'll see hopefully things will change and we'll we'll see how that video does but um you know what it's been a good day i'm on a high with omar i'm gonna enjoy that day. i'm gonna i'm gonna ride yeah, it man. i'm gonna ride it tomorrow morning we're uh we'll wake up he has he's going for literally an hour and 15 minutes and he's back so it's exciting so nice but That's with so that being cool, said man. i will say thank you everybody have a good night be safe, stay safe, and hopefully you can do more with your tech. Thank you, Juan, for hanging out with us as well. We'll see you guys yeah. next week.